0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Once Upon a Fan podcast. I am your host, Zach Van Norman, and I will be joined momentarily by my other co-host, Amy Hood. Um, so in the meantime, while I'm waiting for Amy to get on the line here, I just want to say hello out there to all of you. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Obviously, today is a very special uh, podcast for us. We're going to be joined later on by Meg Macario and Jeffrey Kaiser, who, of course, play um, Bashful Dwarf and Dopey Dwarf, respectively. And I am now being joined on the line by Amy. Hello, Amy, darling.
2: Hello, darling. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, except I just want to say, and I'm sure that there are plenty of you who can probably feel me on this, um, the automatic Windows update that happens on your computer needs to die in a fire. Um, yes. <laughs> it just it, it should not be a thing where it can just shut yourself off for you on your own. You should have to accept it if you want it or not. Um, hashtag just saying. So, um, <laughs> also just want to give everybody our usual preamble that we will have the chat room. It uh, should be up here momentarily. There seems to be some kind of a delay, so I'm not quite sure what's going on. That may be just on my screen, but, yeah, we'll have the chat room open soon, so just bear with it. Give it a couple of reloads if you need to, because that's normally what happens if you can't get into the chat room. Amy, my love, how are you doing?
2: Hi, I am fabulous. I was cutting it close, though, because my phone kept dialing in and then disconnecting me from the podcast. I was like, oh, no, bad podcast phone. But now I'm here, so everything is fabulous other than the 5 million degrees outside. But I'm super excited to talk to Jeff and Meg tonight and to see everybody in the chat room.
1: Me too. I'm very excited to talk to the two of them. They've always been quite nice to the two of us whenever we've chatted. Well, at least Meg has. I've not chatted with Jeff before, but I'm very excited to have the opportunity to do so today. They'll be sharing some more information about a new project that they're working on. And Amy and I were treated to a sneak peek the other day, and it's actually pretty exciting. So, um You guys will be able to find out more information about that. So we have to quickly get into our news roundup because they're going to be calling pretty soon. And I want to make sure that we have enough time for news and for the episode review and everything like that. So let's get on into this, everybody. Uh, The first thing that, of course, we're going to talk about is um, ABC announced that they are airing a one-hour making of Frozen special. It's going to be airing on Tuesday, September 2nd at 8 p.m. It's going to include sneak peeks of not only Once Upon a Time, but also Disney's new animated movie coming out called Big Hero 6, um, which is based off of a, a, a comic, for those of you who are unaware. So that's where that's going. And you may have seen a uh, teaser trailer for that movie if you went and saw the movie uh, Maleficent, because it was attached to that. It had the little boy trying to put the big, fat, you know, fluffy marshmallow Michelin man-looking <laughs> thing into a suit so you may be familiar with it from that. Um, And I want to make a quick note about this, too, because obviously it's airing on a Tuesday at 8 p.m., and for those of you who are on the East Coast and normally listen to the podcast at that time, it's going to cause a scheduling conflict. So just be advised that that week we are going to do our podcast on Wednesday, September 3rd, instead, because not only will we have another episode to watch, but we'll also have that awesome sneak peek to look at, too, so we figured that we might as well, you know, move the podcast forward another day and have the opportunity to, you know, talk about whatever they show on ABC. So it's going to be pretty exciting.
2: Definitely, I can't wait to see that special. We love that movie. We love, we're excited about the show, so it should be. Uh, at least we get a little a little taste of what's on the time before the hiatus is over.
1: Yeah. I am so ready for the show to come back. Oh, my gosh. I am so ready. Very exciting that we only have just a few weeks left. I'm sure that everybody else is listening. You're probably just as excited as I am to see what's going to happen with all of our characters and what's going to happen when they bring the Frozen people on. Um, Let me see here. And actually, speaking of Frozen, that leads us to our second news bulletin, in which there are seven little points which, you know, conveniently enough, this is happening on the day we're talking to two of the seven dwarves. And Amy has some more information about that. So, Amy, take it away, please, Dolly. Well, EW
2: put out, which is Entertainment Weekly, put out a little uh, abbreviated summary of some things to look for in season four, which is coming up. One of them, which relates to Frozen, is that we're going to get a lot of flashbacks of Aaron Bell, which I'm excited about because I've said a million times on the podcast that we I love the flashback stuff. So I'm really excited about that. They mentioned that, you know, we're definitely gonna see Bell and Rumpel still kind of having to struggle and uh, you know, it's gonna probably come up and they won't necessarily have a happily ever after path all the way, which is good because as soon as a couple's happily ever after we really They'll get to see a whole lot of them on the show, and they go to the land without cameras, and, you know. So we're going to see them dealing with the fact that Rumpel lied to her about the dagger, so that should be interesting. Um, Things might not be smooth for Hook and Emma, which we have heard that, and again, we really don't want all the super smooth sailing uh, the point that I thought that Zach would be excited about was it talked a little bit about Henry having to kind of choose a path. And it doesn't go into details, but I feel like maybe that kind of uh, falls right into Zach's theory. Did you? What did you think about that point of the, the article, Zach?
0: Well,
1: let me just say. I am uh, quite happy to hear about that because I've always felt that Henry is kind of the lifeblood of the show. Nothing on the show would actually be happening if he had not set out to seek Emma in the first place and bring her home to Storybrooke. It was obviously a major focus in Season 3, especially in Neverland, with, you know, the whole theme of Save Henry. So I am very, very excited about that. Um, I, of course, have a theory floating around on the Internet um, that Yen the Sorcerer from Fantasia is... Hopefully somewhere on the show, and the fact that um, not only does uh, not only has the sorcerer's hat appeared, but now we have you know the fourth episode of the season will be called the apprentice, and I'm hoping that that means Henry, and we'll be dealing more with uh, with him and and the choices that he has to make. I'm hoping I'm very hopeful for that. So yeah, I'm I'm stoked.
2: Me yeah. too. And another thing, we we all know that the Knave is going to be on Once Upon a Time. We heard that, you know, and they had confirmed it before, you know, right at the end of Wonderland. And so they're mentioning that since he's the only one from Wonderland that they, that is confirmed, that they may suggest that maybe he and, and Anna, or Anna didn't have such a happily ever after after all, which kind of makes me sad because I love me some Red Queen and Rigby, but, and I would love to see her on once. So that should be interesting. And it's going to be really interesting to see the dynamic between him and Robin since they did not leave off on a, a good uh, foot when we saw the scenes with Will Scarlet and with Robin Hood. So that was another point. And then the, the final point, which I also think is going to be great, is that we're probably going to see... With Snow and Charming and the new baby, that we might see some of Snow's feeling guilty about, you know, having this sort of baby meal, but having missed all that for Emma, which I really like when they kind of put, you know, something that would definitely be a really very real emotion or a very real situation and then bring it into the character. So I think that's going to be really interesting to watch with the Snow White and the charming family.
1: I'm excited about that, too. Um, it's got to be so weird for them getting a second chance at doing this, considering that they, you know, they did not get a chance to raise Emma. So I'm interested to see how that's going to play out and if that's going to raise any feelings for Emma herself or if she's going to be kind of just, like, you know, okay with the whole thing. I'm not quite sure. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what, what's going to happen with that. Um, I love the Charming family. I've always wanted more character development between Snow, and Charming, and Emma. Um, So, yeah, I hope that Neil, Baby Neil, that is, we do have to call him Baby Neil. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I hope that he, or Prince Neil, if you will. Prince Neil, I hope that he, uh, I hope that there's definitely something to come with that. And let me see, we've also got another bit of interesting casting news. Um, Casting is underway for Belle's mom. Yeah. Talk about that, um, because I'm that's actually that that, well. That's a, you know what? That's not a character that I ever really thought about. To be honest, um, I I just never considered it, and um, I mean I never I never really thought about her in the animated movie. Um, I never thought about her on Once Upon a Time that much. So I think it's a good thing because I I think that you know considering that we've already met Maurice and we know what kind of an awesome guy he is. Um, (laughs) I think think that Belle's mom is going to be the source of a lot of her positivity and her belief in, you know, love being a mystery to be uncovered. So um, I hope that that's where – I just have a feeling that that's where a lot of Belle's personality will come from. Um, And I'm really interested to see who they're going to cast for that as well. I hope they get somebody – that is known. I don't know why. It's not going to make a difference, I guess. But I just, yeah, I'm stoked (laughs) to see that.
2: I'm excited to see it, too. And actually, (laughs) I had never thought about it either. And I think it's because in all of the Beauty and the Beast storylines we've ever seen, there's really not much mention of Belle's mother. So even when we talked about last week that they had mentioned that they were going to start getting into some of Belle's history, when she was, you know, before she met Rumpel, it didn't even occur to me to think about casting for Belle's mom. So I'm excited to see who they get, too. I know there's been people on the, on Twitter are asking everybody else, like, who would you like to see cast? And even Adam Horowitz tweeted out asking what people thought about and who they thought would make a perfect casting choice.
1: I would want it to be. So I'm excited for whoever it is that they're going to choose. Um, Maybe we'll see Belle being born. You never know. Um,
0: mm. You never
1: know fact, they're actually going to go. And speaking of people being born, Amy, I think you have some birthday news for us.
2: I do. Today is actually Megan Ori, who plays Red Ruby. Today is her birthday, so we want to wish a very, very happy birthday to Megan. Um, she's not on Twitter, but I know that she's definitely a huge fan favorite, so uh, we haven't tweeted about the birthday today, but she's Definitely a uh, somebody. I know I love her character. I think she's had she has great opportunity too, and I'd love to see more of her in season four. And she was also announced today, yes, which or maybe it was yesterday, but she was announced that she's definitely going to be at the Fairy Tale Three convention next year, which is the one that happens in Paris. So I was kind of surprised they're announcing guests so far out, but I thought that was. I mean, it's neat to know ahead of time who you're going to get to see
1: yeah um i love megan ori i think that she is a really fantastic actress anybody who doubts that need only watch the season one episode red-handed um to see how brilliant she is because um not only is she powerful in the scene at the end when it's revealed who the wolf actually is but also the different personality quirks that she brings to red and ruby the differences in their personality even her voice changes um before, before Ruby knew that she was the wolf, her voice was a lot higher and much more innocent, and uh, after she found out she was the wolf, she kind of matured a lot into the, you know, woman that we know today. So um, I love you, Megan Ari. Happy birthday. Hashtag <laughs> All right. So that brings us, that's pretty much all of, that's all of our news points, right, Amy? I didn't miss anything on yeah. the list. No, I'm not, yep, we're good. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, so that brings us to our episode review of Fruit of the Poisonous Tree. And I really do like this episode quite a bit. Um, Not only because it's, you know, more Regina-centric and obviously we get a good flashback, but I also think that it's, uh, I mean, I love Giancarlo, or yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. I love him. Um, I think he's a great actor. And I love the fact that we got to see some backstory and see that, the mirror wasn't always the mirror, that he was in fact somebody else, so um, and I also just I love Regina's furs, I love her fur hat, I love her fur coat <laughs> scene. I love it, so I'm pretty stoked, altogether. I really like this episode a lot, Amy, what's your general opinion?
2: I love this episode too, I mean, I know that probably won't come as a shock to anyone because it's just Regina-centric very much so, so it's a Regina-sode, so I definitely, this is uh, I, I love her outfits. I love her character. I love everything about this episode.
1: Storylines as we normally do as they unfold rather than going back and forth because it just gets too confusing. So here we go. Um, we're actually going to start with the, um, the present-day storyline. Because Actually, no. Let's do the flashback first because I like starting with the flashback. So back in the Enchanted Forest, my friend and yours, King Leopold, yay, he finds a lamp on the shores of Lake Needs-A-Name, and releases the genie living inside. Yes, I said Lake Needs-A-Name. Um, yeah, you can trademark that. Thank you. I'll take my credit. Thanks. Somebody send me a check. Um, and then he, re- he rubs, of course, and releases the genie living inside, who, of course, is jean Carlos. Esposito. And he grants the king three wishes. And, of course, the king has nothing more that he could ever want. He's quite content in his life. So he uses his very first wish to free the genie and then uses his second wish to give away his third wish to the genie, which really tells me, you know, what that tells me is that the magic is not like of granting wishes and stuff. Is not actually with the genie. It's more within the lamp itself. I don't know if anybody else missed me on that, but that was something that stuck out to me when I was watching because if... He doesn't have, If he's not a genie anymore, then how could he grant the wish? so it seems like the magic is more in tune with the lamp than it is with the genie that's just my, that's yeah. my opinion so, I, I then, think so um,
2: too. and I wonder if, if it has to do like this time in contrast to the genies in Wonderland, the gems were actually mm-hmm. embedded in this lamp, and they were green you know, and they you right. know, have we talked about them changing color but um, and his smoke. I wanted to ask you, too, that his smoke is blue when he comes out, and he talks about being the genie of Agrabah, which is the land in Aladdin. But then we learned in Wonderland that these other genies were actually from Agrabah, too. So do you still think that he was supposed to be the genie, like, from the Disney Aladdin?
1: Um, I, uh I'm not so sure anymore. I mean, I did kind of think that because he does have a little trace of blue in his, I think it's in his turban. Um, yeah. So it kind of... It kind of indicates blue. Yeah, and his smoke is blue, too. And I thought that it was kind of a nice throwback. But um, what I also think is interesting is that as we learned in Wonderland, you know, with, with Agrabah, you know, kind of being all over the place. I mean, it's it's still in the Enchanted Forest. It's not in Wonderland, but still. Um mm-hmm fact that cyrus got taken to wonderland like i feel like that makes cyrus the genie wonderland so i do think that it's possible that um i don't know what to call him because he's just the genie um john carlos character i suppose i think that it's possible <laughs> that he is supposed to be the genie from aladdin but uh you know it's kind of hard to kind of hard to pull that off i think it would be really cool if they still made another like you know i don't know I'm not quite sure how I feel about that, actually. I'm, I'm, I'll let you know later. Maybe, possibly, okay. sure. Sounds good. Yeah. So then, um, so then after the genie is, you know, he has his third wish, but he doesn't use it yet, King Leopold brings him back to his castle and introduces him to Snow White, who curtsies so cutely, and the queen, Regina, who, of course, is wearing her fabulous furs, I worship furs. I live for furs. Extra points to you if you know the reference. And so when the genie meets Regina, he is, of course, completely head over heels in love with her, like, right away, because, you know, who wouldn't be? It's Lana Priya. And then later on, yes, and then later on at his birthday party, King Leopold declares that Snow White is not only the greatest gift in all the land, but she's also the fairest one in all the land. And Regina is so forlorn over it. it felt so bad for her because she clearly just wants somebody to be, you know, to love her. And we didn't quite know what had happened yet with Daniel at that point, so you know, it was kind of like, hmm. Like it made her a little bit more sympathetic. And then she leaves. She goes outside. She's all rejected and stuff. But then of course the genie follows her out, and he gives her a mirror, which let her, you know, and she sees herself the way that he sees her, you know, the most beautiful thing that there is. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> And then later on, of course, King Leopold finds the mirror and Regina's diary, and it reveals feelings for the man who gave it to her, and he commands the genie to find this man who has stolen the queen's heart. Oh, no. And as the genie doesn't quite know what to do, Henry, the queen's father, arrives with a box, claiming that whatever is in the box, will free his daughter. There's a lot of mysteries in the box on this show. Have you noticed that? We've got August with the box, and then we've got uh, and, you know, like the other box going on here. Lots of mystery boxes going on.
0: All it's missing <laughs> really. is
1: the question mark on Mario style, you know?
2: <laughs> maybe maybe so in then, season four.
1: But yeah, perhaps, you know, didn't. So <laughs> then um, he <laughs> um, said, yeah, so the genie brings the box to Regina, and, of course, inside is the agribon Viper, a very deadly snake, and a very ugly one, too. Unless, you know, if you're into snakes, then cool. But otherwise, no. Just no to the snakes. So she wants to have the, you know, the snakes bite her and commit suicide, or at least so it seems. And the genie stops her and says, instead, they can just kill the king. Oh, no. So he <laughs> said, no. Well, then later on in the night what happens? He sets the snakes on the king's bed and it startles him awake and the king bites him. Or the king bites him. Good Lord, yes. The king bites (laughs) him.
2: That would have been fantastic
1: to see. That would have been a plot twist. So then (laughs) the snake bites the king and then the genie confesses to giving Regina the mirror, and he begs for his forgiveness. And the king says that he was right; that he never should have made, you know, never should have made the wish, because all magic comes with a price, and he's paying with his life, essentially, of course. Okay. And then the genie tells Regina that Leopold is dead, and they can be together. Yay! But wait, wait, that, she's that, not uh, just
0: the queen.
1: she's the evil queen. And she reveals that it was her plan all along to have the genie kill the king. And the snakes would be traced back to him. And she has this look on her face where she does feel bad. Like, you can tell she feels bad about what's going on. And I don't know if it's just because she's regretful about using somebody again or if she actually, like, cares about the genie. I'm not really sure. Um, I kind of think that she does have a thing for him. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. So... The genie, of course, uses his wish to stay by her side and to look upon her always. And he disappears, a puff of smoke. And what to our wondering ears should we hear? But (laughs) he is entrapped inside the mirror. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) And Regina selfishly looks down upon him and notes that he did get his wish. And, you know, he went from being confined in the lamp to being confined as a genie in like twenty four hours. He had, like a day of freedom. Like one. Very <laughs> really sad. He like it's surprisingly the break. Really, really is really tragic. Like it, it really is sad. because like, then he's sitting there running around storybook like her little lap dog, like kissing her butt all the time, like, you know, trying to do stuff for her, like doesn't even realize. Like Yeah. I feel bad for Sydney.
2: Yeah, I love Regina in that scene, though, because she goes from, you know, she's got that look of, oh, I'm so sad, and then just she flips the switch right away. She's, all of a sudden she's like, love you. What are you, you know, nuts? Oh, I love how Lana just changes that look on her face so instantly in that scene. And that dress, oh, my God. Yep. Can we just say? She, that dress, holy crap.
1: She, she's evil. She is totally evil. I love her. I love her. I love the evil. The queen may be evil, dear, but I'm wicked. Wicked always wins. Okay, sorry. I had to. I had to go there. Oh, 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 my gosh. We missed the news point. The DVD on Blu-ray for season three came out yesterday.
2: Yeah, mine has not been delivered yet. I'm deeply sad by this. I know a lot of people got there, but I have not gotten mine yet. Did you get yours already?
1: I I did not get mine yet, but um, that's because, honestly, I didn't order one. I was just oh. going to wait and see. I wanted to know if there was going to be an exclusive that came out in the store and then just go buy it myself because that's what I did the last two seasons. And um, I'm still the kind of person who actually likes to go to the store and buy stuff instead of buying things on Amazon all the time. So, yeah, oh. I uh, – I went for that instead, so I don't actually have one yet. However, there is one in the house that I am living in. Let me tell you that much. Ah, copy of it here. So you best believe there's going to be some marathon action going on, like we're talking Olympic style, folks. Get your popcorn ready, caramel apples out. It's time. I love it. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Storybrooke in the future, well, the future to them in. The you know, in the flashback, and now the past to us, because we're, I can't believe how far we're into the show. So, in Storybrooke, the storm from the previous episode, you know, the one with the love chicken, has wrecked Henry's castle. Love chicken! It has wrecked Henry's castle, so he checks the sand underneath anyone. He wants to make sure that his book is still there, right? I just want to say, I was a little upset that they wrecked the castle, because we never really saw it again. Like, we never really saw that again.
2: I'm just saying. Yeah, and that was like such a special place for Henry and Emma. I was like, Oh, right. well yeah,
1: especially because when Henry told Emma that it's their secret, Regina has no idea about it, what happened? She showed us like she showed up right away. Like right away. Mm. She shows everything. She's the queen and she's just evil and words I can't say. So <laughs> Regina finds them, and she plans to, you know, bulldoze that castle away and, and you know, just get rid of it because she thinks it's a safety hazard. And she gives Emma a bunch of crap about not thinking about Henry and blah blah blah, her normal manipulative BS. And um, later on at Granny's, Emma is sitting there, and you know, she's having some lovely breakfast. And Sydney shows up, and of course, Emma has to move once a side of bacon with his whiskey. And he tells Emma that Regina got him fired from the paper and, you know, ruined his reputation, so he started working on an expose about the mayor's office, and he's found out that she has embezzled $50,000 worth of town funds.
3: Ooh.
1: (laughs) He needs Emma's help to expose the mayor. He needs her help. Help me, Emma. Help me, Emma. Help, help me, Emma. Okay, so then... When Henry finds out that his book is missing after they tear down the castle, Emma totally agrees to help him, because why wouldn't she? And then she goes with Sydney, following Regina into the woods. But, of course, Emma loses control of her car because her brakes fail her. Oh, no.
0: they run <laughs> into ta- Mr. Gold.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Sad trombone.
2: Sad <laughs> trombone.
1: So they run into who, you know, admits to seeing um well he he tells them that he sold Regina a plot of land and it's a little weird. And so later on Sydney and Emma, you know, they break into Regina's house, find out what the land is for and they find a plan for a building. Oh no. And Sydney also finds pictures of Emma with Henry and basically figures out that Regina has been having her followed all oh, night. So later on at a city council meeting, Emma arrives, thinking that she is, you know, like hot stuff, and that she's, got, she's finally got Regina right where she wants her. And she shows all of those lovely files to the entire town, and she accuses Regina of building a second home in the woods. But instead, Regina gets the one up on her again... And unveils her plans that she's going to build a new playground for Henry and all the children of Storybook, because in she's so nice.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, (laughs) so she goes on to tell Emma that if she continues to see Henry, she's going to file a restraining order.
0: Uh
3: So then, who's
2: she going to file it with? With Emma,
3: (laughs) right? You say Emma. Like, excuse me,
1: you're gonna file this piece of paper against yourself. Thank you very much, because yeah, I bet she's totally gonna turn it into the Storybrooke court system. Absolutely. <laughs> Please, that's what do I say to that? So then, Regina later on she congratulates Sydney for convincing Emma that he's on her side and for cutting her brakes, which that's why they failed earlier. You sneaky, sneaky man, Sydney, you. And then she tells Sydney that she doesn't know what she would do without him, and they have this great little romantic-looking moment kind of together a little bit. At least he thinks it's that way. She's just playing it for all it's worth. And then after his book is lost, Henry is sitting at Granny's, and he's trying to write down the stories so that he doesn't forget about them. And the stranger shows up. Ooh. He asks him what he's doing, and Henry asks him the same thing. And he doesn't know that the stranger is the one who has his book. But we do. And but we you do
2: You
1: see that little but snippet. we do. <laughs> yes. So I Ashley, I see your comment in the chat room about what Regina is playing and I cannot discuss it on the podcast. But I see it though. <laughs> so Amy, I know you see it too. Um I so <laughs> Yeah, you know, all together. I just want to say, like, this is one of those episodes where really, like, in the first season, I always wanted Regina to get her comeuppance, but especially in this one, I was just like, man, like, Regina, you're screwing around with your kids' emotions now. Like, it's not just that you're trying to get something up on Anna, like, on Emma. You're, like, messing with Henry and totally doing him a bunch of damage. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you're so evil. You are so the evil queen. Like, ugh. I remember, like, even as I was watching this episode, I thought back to the fact of how much I really could not stand Regina in this, like, in the early parts of this season. Like, I just wanted somebody to give her what she deserves. Like, send her to jail for, like, a long time. Trap her in a mirror for crying out loud. Can we have that happen at one point? Like, can we have Sydney and Regina, like, end up trading places because of something where she's stuck in a mirror and can't do anything? And then Robin has to come, like, kiss the mirror out or something? I don't know.
2: Like, that would never you know. happen to to my fabulous evil queen. I love I, see this this is I I love Regina and I was like you know obviously crushed for Emma and Henry but at the same time watching this I absolutely adore Regina when she's being so super well, wicked and <laughs> Amy, come on, but well. Look at now that we know all she's been through, I mean surely you could see where the poor woman just, you know, obviously she she's desperately wanting love and wanting to hold on to her son oh, and Oh,
0: no. <laughs> oh
1: God, no. No. I'm sorry. Oh. Not in this episode, not this early back. No. I just wanted i just wanted Emma to punch her in the face. Seriously.
2: <laughs> and to get restraining ordered.
1: Right. I mean, she had already pushed her in the face at this point, but I wanted her to do it again.,
2: oh. you know Danielle actually posted on our Twitter and on our Facebook, and she had a question. I wanted to see your point on this did why do you think she Danielle was asking, why didn't Regina just poop out of a bad situation? <laughs> When, you know, in the flashbacks, and at this point, I mean, I think it's because, at, I mean, at this point, she pretty much felt like she had nothing. Her mother was gone. You know, her her love is gone, and so the only thing she has is being the queen. So what what do you think about it? Because I, I wrote down, I definitely wanted to ask Danielle's question.
1: I don't think that she poofed herself out of that situation because she was enjoying the power. Hmm. She liked the power of being the queen. She didn't want to give that up. She wanted mm-hmm. to stay in that position. She wanted to stay powerful. She wanted to stay exactly where she was. So instead of, you know, just poofing herself out of it, as you say, she just decided, <laughs> oh, I'm just going gonna, gonna to kill the king instead. Right? That's a totally acceptable solution. So <laughs> like that's, you just, do. that's what I think happened. <laughs> She could have poofed herself what? out of it, but I think she just enjoyed being the queen too much and she liked having all the power and she didn't want to give it up and you know. So she killed Leopold mm. instead. And it was also a way of her getting revenge on Snow and you know right. taking her dad away since she had taken Dan you know, Daniel and stuff, so that's what I think it was. She's power crazy. <laughs>
2: And plus she could be, she could get revenge eat more easily in that position of being the queen, like you said. So I definitely think that's, that was probably a major point in it. So that is our answer, Danielle.
1: <laughs> that is our answer. That's my answer, at least. So, yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. I don't know. This I don't know. Like, uh I feel so bad for Sydney in this episode. I'm really excited that he's coming back in season four. And not only that, but we get to see him in the premiere. We get him right away in the premiere. I'm happy about that.
2: I am too. I've missed him. I was actually thinking about that today because uh, our comic book shop that's nearby had posted online that they just got a bunch of Breaking Bad figures in, and one of them was a figure – because uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the actor Giancarlo Esposito, who played Sydney, was also in Breaking Bad, and they got a figure of him, and it looks so much like him. It's the most lifelike action figure I think I've ever seen.
1: I haven't. I don't think I've seen it.
2: No, I'll have to see if I can find it. I'll look for the post and I'll share it with you because I was thinking, hey, that is. I I knew who it was before I even read the caption on it. It looks just like him.
1: Yeah, please do. I'd like to see it. Um, The chat room is going crazy because I am saying poof with an F on the end.
0: Poof.
1: Yes, F. And other people are thinking that I'm saying something else. But I just want to say... That if Regina was having any kind of toilet issues whatsoever, she would be on her way to the Ministry of Magic. She would not be on her way to being the Evil Queen. Now, that's a crossover that I would love to see. Hermione against the Evil Queen. Ooh, girl. Go ahead.
2: Mm, yes. I love me some Harry who Potter. Do
0: <laughs> who do you think would win? Who do, oh,
2: who do I think would win? Yeah. That's hard. I don't know. Mm, I think you'd have a standoff. Oh,
1: who do you think would win between Regina and Bellatrix Lestrange? Oh, that's another showdown I'd love to see. Ooh.
2: That would be awesome. I love Helena Bonham Carter. Oh my God, she's fabulous. I would love, I would love to see both of them together. I'm dying, 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 dying. I I would love to see that. Hey, Photoshop people, Ooh, Zach, you're good at Photoshop.
0: Yeah, make, yeah make I, sure. do have
1: some, I do have some skills with that program, yeah.
2: You should, you should uh, Photoshop up a few crossovers, some Harry Potter and Once Upon a Time crossovers.
1: I can make it happen. I think you should. That's okay. I totally could, yeah. Maybe I'll do that, and we'll post it, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. Awesome. <laughs> So, Alex, everybody, we're going yeah, to be I... by about and Jeff in about 10 minutes. Um, so, if anybody wants to call and ask us a question really quick before they call in, please do so. The number is 347-677-1653. be your chance to discuss whatever you want to discuss with us about this episode. We will not be talking about what we're talking about in the chat room. So, if you're that in the chat me. room, and you... <laughs> Ashley, uh, we're not going to be talking about uh West Spain talked about in the chat room. Oh, and you know what else, too, by the way? By the way, well, here's what I love. Oh, and then, and then. Okay, so what I love so much is that we got to, you know, see Regina's lovely apple tree that she's been tending to since she was a little girl. I just love that. Like, it's a small thing, really, but I don't, and I don't know why I care about it so much, but I just love the fact that she has, like, always been into apples, that it wasn't just some thing of like, ooh, hey, how can I, you know, destroy Snow White? Oh, I know. I'm going to poison her with an apple. Like, I like the fact that she has always been into apples. It's been like a thing. Can we get Me some too. flashbacks of first getting the apple tree? Anybody? Like, anyone? anyone? Apple tree? That's one. Young Regina. Oh. Can we bring back Rose yeah. McGowan, please? Somebody get her on set. Get her out of her trailer. Come on. We need, we need young Regina. I want to see her first get into the apple trees. And, and also, too, because we did watch, um, we watched True North, uh, what, two weeks ago? Um, I want to know how Regina, or excuse me, how the blind witch got the apple that was so poison. Like, that's an interaction that I really want to see, too. Hashtag just saying.
2: It's true. Because we know Maleficent has the, I mean, they just stopped trading it. So the curse on the apple to Maleficent in uh, the thing you love most. So that's another thing I want to see. I want to see more interaction with Regina and Maleficent because she also told her in that episode she was her only friend. I would kill to have some uh, some backstory with Regina and Maleficent. I've been waiting for that for a long time. And now that True Blood's done filming, maybe they can get. Uh, Kristen Bauer von Stratton to come back in and film some, that would be fantastic.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm always up for more flashbacks. I love them. So, you know what else I kind of want to see too? Like, there's so many things I want to see. Uh, I can't even name them all. I would like to see a and <laughs> Jasmine. Hmm.
2: I thought we were going to get into Aladdin and Jasmine. When Wonderland, you know, started being so Agrabah-centric and having so much set there, I kind of thought we were going to touch on that. Like, I think you're the one that mentioned you thought maybe one of Cyrus's brothers was going to end up being Aladdin. But then when had him... Yeah, when we had him on the show, he didn't confirm or deny and... That wasn't either one of their names, but we never really got too much into the back
1: story. We never found out their other brother's name. We didn't. Mm-hmm. That little one that I thought was going to be Aladdin, I don't think we ever actually heard his name. Not once. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying it's possible, you know.
2: And, you is, know I, and I, I wish would
0: they would put, put, put those. Them...
2: I was just gonna say I wish they would put the either a DVD or Blu-ray or something out for that because there was so much that Richard talked to us about about you know the behind the scenes and the writing of that show when he came on. I would love to hear more of the writer commentary on some of the episodes.
1: Me too. Um, normally, and it's actually funny because um, for you, if anybody if you're listening to this, me and Amy have talked about this before the fact that at this point. You know, we normally hear, I mean, we've already got the season three DVD for Once Upon a Time. So where is the, the, you know, the series for Wonderland? Like, I'm really hoping that we get that on DVD at least because it is part of the universe. I am a fan of that show. I did spend, you know, several weeks watching it and talking about it and thinking about it and theorizing about it. So I'm just saying I would like to see it at some point. And the other thing that I think is weird, too. Is that we? There's been no announcement about a season three soundtrack. It's weird. Yes,
2: Ashley actually, actually posted that too. I wonder yeah. why. Yeah. I mean, didn't at this point we had the previous soundtracks, right? By this point in the year, as far as their season
1: falls, or at least a release date for it. Yeah. Hmm. No, no, Hello.
2: Before we tweet don't have. Too.
1: And there is some beautiful music in this season. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, Morty is a genius anyway at composing stuff. But, I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Like, where is it? I want the music from Lost Girl, the episode Lost Girl. I want it. I want the music from when Regina said, you know, or what, you'll win her over with rainbow kisses and unicorn stickers? Like, oh, my, come on. Where is the music? Yeah. Pam has such a great theme. Zelina has a good theme. Regina and Robin Hood's theme is so romantic and a good play on the Evil Queen's musical theme. Like, there's a lot of good music in that soundtrack. I really want it. Like, I don't know why we haven't had an announcement for it yet. It makes me sad.
2: I agree. I definitely agree. Um, I'm just, I'm kind of surprised. I, I love the Regina and Robin stuff. The only thing I can think of is if if we don't get an announcement soon, then maybe it's because they're going to try and combine it with season four. But, I mean, there's been no indication of that, that it would be a two-season soundtrack. But I'm just, I don't know. I know I've been thinking, I keep looking for it. I keep looking for pre-order for any word about it. And I haven't heard anything at all yet. But season three had some of the best music. I mean, I felt like some of the compositions for season three were just really, really gorgeous. I agree. And everybody in the chat room is saying, they're like, oh, uh, Sarah said she might have to go soon. She's wanting, before we start uh, dwarf chatting, she says, can we let her know what the rewatch episode is for next week?
3: um
1: yes we can hold on just a second hold on just a second hold on please hold um <laughs> next week we're, <laughs> we're watching red-handed next week yes mm-hmm.
2: so i love that one that
1: Make one was it, so good hey, we're bringing it full circle to earlier talking about megan ori hey all right <laughs> <laughs> we're all about the full circle uh Sarah Hello. it's gonna be um it should be at the normal time next week at uh five p m pacific eight p m eastern but um we will have to make that announcement official later on because uh um honestly work schedules sometimes get in the way, and uh it's not always possible for us to be on right at five o'clock so yeah um I will let you know though we will we will make it official we will make it known it is known we <laughs> shall known. Make it known. Game of Thrones style, yes. So, yeah, we'll let you know, I promise. I promise. Yeah,
2: we'll tweet when it gets, you know, a little bit closer. We have a definite time set up. And, like, yesterday it wasn't a work schedule thing. It was actually a server is not functioning thing. So we were hit by a curse yesterday, and we were unable to bring the server up. because
1: Because Regina is just, you know, Awesome.
2: Fabulous.
0: <laughs> Ugh.
2: Oh, Zach is such an ugly ducking Emma fan. Um, I can't even speak. An Emma fan.
1: <laughs> yes, I am. And I want Emma to just blast her with all of the magic. Seriously. Like,
2: all of the magic.
1: It needs to happen. It would be so cool. Like I just, That's what I want. I want a big showdown with Emma and Regina, and I want Emma to just have this huge blast of magic that just knocks Regina over and just like so I want Emma to be the one who finally gives her the come up it's like seriously. It needs I don't to know, I
2: think we might see a little bit of that. I mean maybe we'll get to see that with season four coming. I mean Emma did do something at the end of season three that Regina is definitely taking to heart and affects her a lot. So maybe we'll get to see some more of these big type of face off showdowns from between Emma and Regina.
1: It needs to happen. It needs to happen. I'm just saying. Hashtag, I'm just saying. All right. Is everybody ready for this? We're about to talk to a couple of really awesome guys here in a second. Any minute now. So I hope everybody is prepared. I'm stoked for this conversation. I'm very happy it's about true. it.
2: It's true. Lo- we got the sneak peek, like we mentioned, and I was cracking up. It was so good. I love, 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 loved it. So I can't wait to... That's what
1: time it is. It's, it's, time, it's time to talk exactly. to Megan
2: Jeff. <laughs> to me and Jeff.
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, Hello, Megan Jeff. Hey! Hey, Munsters. Hey, Amy. Hey, Zach. Hello. Hello. Thank How you are for are
3: Sorry, you cut out there a little bit.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. We do appreciate it, as always.
3: Oh, and thanks for having us. We're so excited. We've been so excited about this for a w- couple of weeks now, and I'm um, glad we got to do it. I know yesterday you guys had some technical issues, but here, we didn't give up, so here we all are.
0: Yay!
3: Yay! Yay. <laughs>
2: We're so, uh, I- so glad.
3: Aw, uh, uh, you, guys, you guys are so, I mean, all the Ones are great. It's such a great fandom. So thank you guys for, for having us again.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, no problem.
1: No, all right, so before we get into talking about your guys' latest project, I want to make sure we have enough okay. time for everything. I don't want to just, like, rush right on into it, but we're on a time crunch oh. a little bit.
3: So. Sure, um, sure. We have
1: questions for the two of you. Um,
0: okay. And the
1: first The first one we want to ask you is, what was the audition process like for the both of you? Um, Do you want
0: to go first, Jeff? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, uh, my first audition, I actually was asked to come in and read for Doc as Dopey. Um, Ah. (laughs) And, yeah, so that, that was interesting, and then... They they said okay here's what we want to do we want to just get a close up of your face and we're going to take you through some scenarios and we want your reaction to them. So uh, I would be taken through you know a lovely forest and oh now we're um, now we're going into the castle and oh it's the evil queen and now we're back in the forest and everything's nice and you're in a river and oh it's a dragon. That was uh, <laughs> that was my first that was my. First audition. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. I had never actually uh, done anything quite like that before. That is back.
2: hilarious.
0: <laughs> now, uh, well, Meg, do you want to talk about your first? First, we'll and call then we'll about back, back after when we all got together. Sure.
3: Um, well, I heard about this project. Um, I can't remember from where, but it said, hey, there's this project called Once Upon a Time. And I, right away to my agent, I said, I know there's something cool and great about this project, so you've got to make sure you get me on. So I was on her for, like, and I don't always bug my agent, but, like, every day I either emailed her or called her. I said, so what's happening? What's happening? Like I said, I'll, I'll give her some space. And so I remember, like, because um, I'm a Buddhist, so I started, you know, I started to chant about it, and I just felt like, okay, I know I'm going to get in. And then she called right in the middle of it uh, when I was chanting. Because we got you an audition. You're auditioning for either Doc or bashful, so these are dark sides. But you know, you're going to be playing bashful. Its, great. I think I know exactly, you know, what to do, what's going on. So we got to the audition. When I got to the audition, like everybody was there. I remember seeing Megan in her like, be, uh, looking gorgeous, of course, killer gorgeous in her red dress. Um, and they were behind because you know you got to hand it to the director. He's being very thorough. He really, I, I think, wanted to work with everybody and make sure that you know, he got the best performances out of people, and I love that, so I didn't mind just waiting around. Then my turn came, and um, I, so I did the lines, and it, and then he kind of went, well, try to play Dopey too, and, and try to do it, it with these lines, so you know, I mean, the essence of him. But they said, no, no, you're bashful. He goes, yeah, you, he goes, the director said, the thing I like about you is your warmth. So always remember that for bashful. And I've I've always used that um, direction in that note he, he gave me for that character.
2: Oh wow, that's awesome! Which um, can we uh, ask which director it was that was at the audition?
3: Oh yeah, sure. Mark Mark Mylod, amazing, mm-hmm. amazing man and director. He um, produced Shameless in the UK and then he brought it into uh, to the States and it's like of course going strong. And I think he's you know shoots a bunch of other pilots and stuff too. And he was he was warm. And caring and gentle and very clear and you know just had such a great, great vision. So and so when that happened a couple of days later, um, my agent called and said, oh they they're going to call you back. They want to kind of do a chemistry thing with uh, the there's six of you guys. I think they have one guy interested in L. A. and so they want to get you guys together. So I didn't know he was going to be in that room. I go, it's oh, going to be
0: interesting to see who's there. And so we got there. <laughs> and they actually, it was all of us. It was all, you know, Gabe, Michael, Faustino, Uh DP, David Paul, yeah, David Paul, for the six of us. The six of us were there. And, you know, Lee was in L.A. And uh, we just kind of uh, did a did some <laughs> improv. And, and uh, towards the end, we were given... Um, Steve Perlman gave us a cell phone that Lee was, Lee was on and we were talking. He wasn't actually on it. He wasn't actually we were, on it. The character Grumpy was on it. And so we were all talking and then, and then I think, I had to steal the show so as we're passing around the cell phone I just took it and I of course was dopey and I was listening to what was being said but of course I don't talk so I just, like, oh you know, in in my dopey way, listening to Grumpy and having a very good time talking to him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: remember I remember seeing
3: you, Jeff, because um, I I knew Gabe and I know each other from high school. We, you know, we took we were in drama classes together, and we actually had worked a couple of times together. In, uh, on the show called Northwood, which is like a teen series. It was like kind of the show after Degrassi, the Canadian teen show after Degrassi, the first yeah. round. And then um, Santa Baby 2 with Jenny McCarthy. But we never actually were in the same scene together. We've been wanting to act together in the same scene for a really long time. So finally after 20-something-odd years, we did. And I, I knew Faustino because he you know, took a couple of my classes, um, that I was teaching acting. Um, and, uh, and I think deep and stuff, I, you know, I, I, I kind of knew from around in Michael, too. Um, but I saw, I didn't know Jeff. And I, could, I remember seeing Jeff, like, in the corner, because I don't think he knew all of us, but he was really just trying to stay calm. I could see him doing his breathing exercises, you know, and it's kind of going,
0: oh, this, this guy's probably going to be really cool. It'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. Yeah, it was pretty fresh back then. I mean, that was, like, what, 2000 and 11, 11, 11? 11. Yeah, so I I graduated in tw- twenty. Yeah, so I was pretty pretty new to the scene, and I mean, I think even Bev was there. I think I remember looking over at her and seeing her, and right. seeing her in. There was a there was a there was a granny and a couple of yeah, after there were a couple I, so. grannies. There were a couple yeah. like I think I think um one of my friends um who ended up playing an ogre was actually sitting there. We we talk with, you know Carrie. She's six three. It was just. It was really. It was cool. It was cool. Like you. You had everyone from the dwarves to, um, yeah, like Granny. And you others. felt. And you felt.
3: And you feel, You felt like the magic. There was some magic. For something going on. So we did. We did our. We did our chemistry read together. And I, I know they called me probably a day after and said, you know, um, they want to offer you the role of Bashful. I was like yes, yes. I was like, it was such a great. Great feeling,
0: and then you know, then the pilot was so incredible. Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, I don't know, Amy. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but mm. I'm an American. <laughs> oh, the secret out. We won't tell anybody. Don't though. tell anybody. But you know, you know, I, I'm i a I'm a Disney kid. So I grew up with Disney, and when I found out that I was Dopey, I mean, of course, Bashful's a great dwarf, but dopey's always my favorite. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have oh, dwarf now. <laughs>
3: You know, that's true. That watch out so... the gospel
0: babes, Will. <laughs> but, yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, to think that your cast is as like an icon that's been around since, I don't know, it, it was the first, like, full-color Disney movie, I believe.
3: Mm.
0: So, And you want to do such respect to it. You want to,
3: I, I wanted to do, yeah. for sure, such honor and respect to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and meeting – when we all got together at the same time, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We had spent, like, you know, it was the first time doing all the makeup and stuff, and so it, you know, it took a few hours. And we hadn't seen Lee yet. And then when we all got together, the makeup artist needed to take photos, and then Lee comes around the corner, and we're like, "Oh, this is amazing! It was great." So it was, yeah.
2: That's- so cool. And I just wanted to tell you, know, when we started seeing, this is, um, okay, the ones who listen to our podcast are not at all unfamiliar with my completely ridiculous uh, theories. I was so hoping that when we started to see how once kind of twist stories and we get to see a new take on them, that the whole reason uh-huh. Dopey didn't talk was because uh, that... The, he somehow he would be linked with Ariel and the whole voice losing thing. <laughs> thing. <laughs> we were Ooh, That's <laughs> good. That's a good one. That's good. I know. That was like one of our theories at our house. We were like, Oh, maybe maybe Jokey had to give up his voice for Ariel, so maybe that's why oh. he doesn't talk. Oh, it was so cute. So oh.
0: yeah. oh. maybe that's Disney
2: a, well, fans too.
3: Well we shall see. There's still a lot of possibilities. Lots of possibilities. That's the great thing about the show.
2: Definitely. Um, is there, uh, are
3: there any other questions? We have yeah.
2: one more for you guys. Zach, do you want to ask them our final or question before we uh, get into okay. their new so, project?
1: Um, well, okay, I don't know if you can answer this or not, but people want to know if the two of you have been on set for Season 4 and if we're going to get to see more of you.
3: <laughs> okay, that... <laughs> Well, that does move into spoiler territory, which we like to kind of just stay away from, just because I think it's always nice to be surprised, and, you know, I always love to, you know, yeah, just not to know too much in advance, but what I can tell you is, you know, it's your, the fandom, the Oncers, the amazing Oncers love, say, for Team 7, especially for Basil and Dopey, Yeah, hint, hint, hint. <laughs> you know, it makes all the difference in the world on how often we get seen, so we love, you know, how vocal and you guys are, so, you know, just keep, just keep giving the feedback and the accolades and just say, hey, you know, we want more. We love what's going on here, and you guys do that all the time. Like, I, you know, it really puts a smile on my face when, you know, I go on Twitter or if I'm having a really tough day or it's a tough audition, and I have, you know, you read fans going, oh, thank you so much for what you do for the show, and we love what you do on the show. And it makes me remember why, you know, I do what I do as an actor when sometimes you have really difficult acting days. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, you know, the, your, your guys' love for our characters. Keep it going, keep it strong, and then that'll always, you know, answer whether we come back or not.
2: Awesome. So you heard it, Whatcers. Make sure that yeah. you guys are following on Twitter and if, you know, tweeting we love doing live tweeting so definitely live tweet and if there are characters you love whether it's team seven or other yeah, characters you know definitely keep sure. showing your love for the show
3: yeah all the team seveners all the Snowings, all the charmers hello anthony and shannon all the swens rumbells all of you guys just keep talking about oh yeah the bashful babes and the dopsters. How, how can i forget that and the <laughs> Kaiser files and Magnatics. you know just Keep putting it out there, um, and, and you guys are all really incredible and positive, and such. I'm feeling like you know these friendships that we that we have with you guys is, is is special. So thank you guys for that experience.
2: Awesome. Now we get to talk to you about your new project, and I'm so excited about it. I think everybody is going to love it. I watched the sneak peek, mm. and I was yeah. laughing. Hysterically. I watched it like three times. I was like, uh, I want to hang out with you guys so bad after watching this. But go ahead and tell the audience what your new project is.
3: Awesome. Well, it is like you get to hang out with us. And, and Amy, just to let you know, we've added now more a few more annotations and a few more added photos, so there's a newer version of it that will just make you crack up even more, hopefully. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, Yeah, so it is. It's basically hanging out with me and Jeff, like, and us and our passions, and it's called Geek On Out, or Goo. So as we talk to you right now, we've put everything live from the Facebook page to the YouTube to Twitter, to Pinterest, to Instagram. So it's called Geek On Out. And the fastest way, if you guys are listening right now, we're going interactive, we've set it up where you just put geekonout.com and it goes straight to the YouTube page. And that has all the links and everything. And then you'll see the thing that Amy saw, the sneak peek that Amy saw. So it's a lot of fun. Um, So we get to talk about – what do we get to talk about, Jeff?
0: Well, we get to talk about – what do we get to talk about? We get to talk about – Films. We get to talk about our favorite shows. We get to talk about um, food. I get to talk about toys. Me gets to talk about toys too. No, but, and he gets to talk about comics and games. comics and games and music. <laughs> yeah. it's a wide spectrum of geek. We
3: cover the spectrum of geek because Jeff is into certain things that I'm not into, but you know, so he likes all the games and stuff. Like I'm, I myself love love food. So mm-hmm. I've been on this crazy trip where I've been trying to find the best apple fritter in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> so um, there'll, be a, there'll be an episode on that. And I am, you know, I'm very uh, particular. So we – oh, hello. Yeah, Zach?
1: Oh, yeah. I know where it is, buddy. You need to go to Poroshky Poroshky at Pike Place Market in Seattle.
3: <laughs> oh, I've, I've had the Piroszky, Piroszky, so They have I didn't know they had apple fritters there, so I'm in.
1: They have like this okay, apple first cinnamon first. deliciousness that'll blow your face off. Seriously.
3: Okay, good. I need my face blown off. Is it com- <laughs> how comparable is it though, to Rocket Donuts? Have you been to Rocket Donuts, Zach?
1: I've not been to Rocket Donuts. I've been to Voodoo Donuts in Portland, which is you know amazing. But uh, I'm I'm just telling you. Hashtag just oh, saying. Pirosky, Pirosky.
3: Okay, <laughs> I, I You know what? And I see huge lineups over there, like huge. So, but I'll, I'll I'll try and. Uh, hang out or fight my way through the lineups for sure. So that's one of the episodes. And we also, also we love TV shows. Like, that's the thing with the, with the fandom. I found, we found we had so much in common with them. Like, even you, Amy, we talk about shows all the time, from Game of Thrones to, yeah. you know, with Laura, um, Penny Dreadful. Like, oh Laura, did you see that episode last night? And Orange is the New Black. So we do little odes to those shows, and they really – we review them, but there, we do some interesting odes to these shows, which you'll <laughs> see in our first episode.
0: And we put our, you know, very unique spin on what we enjoy. Yeah. If you, if you look at the sneak peek, it, it um, gives you little references to what you're going to see
3: in the future, but also our, our sense of humor and how we do things. So, like, you know, please um, follow, subscribe. Um, and speaking of which – you know, we are doing, um, you know, for subscribers and a subscriber campaign um, for every – because I don't know if you guys have seen Jeff's Jeff's an amazing artist. Oh, so, like, yeah, you oh, are. Wow. You're amazing. <laughs> like, he whips things up and blows me away. Like, you know, I'll come back an hour later, and he shows me this. I'm like, whoa, that is phenomenal. So every 50th follower, and we keep track, will get a little prize from us that involves Jeff's artwork. And our beautiful faces. Yeah, and and our handwritten specialized note for you guys, up to our 10,000th follower. And then the 10,000th follower gets, you know, an extra special prize. And even our 50,000th follower, we have something amazing planned, and even our 100,000th, and that's super-duper amazing. So, you know, just keep checking us out. That is so
2: cool, because Zach and I, I mean, like you mentioned, we all, actually all four of us, kind of between Twitter, Facebook, we're always talking about things that are outside the realm of Once Upon a Time. And I know that you two have both personally worked on other projects. Obviously, there's been other things, you know, aside from the whole Once Upon a Time and Team 7. And there's just so much shared interest between, there seems to be like a ton of the people in the fandom that also like, you know, Game of Thrones, Penny Dreadful, Toys. I don't know if you guys. Like or collect pops, but I am the biggest pops freak in the entire world. And Jeff is a fabulous artist. You guys, um, I actually have a piece that Jeff did, and it's a dope Yes, piece. you do. <laughs> um, wow. It's actually not. It's not mine. It's Jacob's. It's my uh-huh. son, but it it is on our prized shelf with uh, uh with our other things that we adore that are up there. So Jeff is definitely a fantastic artist, and I think. That's so cool that you guys are going to involve fans and do giveaways. And you mentioned something to me right before we were podcasting about some things you guys wanted from fans for your third episode. Did you want to go ahead and, and uh, let them know so they can get a jump on yes. that?
3: Yes, 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 yes. yes. And like I said, you, you, both, you and, uh, both you, Amy, and Zach, were looking for it too, um, and all of the <laughs> Once Upon a Fan uh, staff. We are on our third episode, we're doing our back to school special because it's September 8th and in North America everyone's going back to school. So for a laugh, and again, that's another reason why we're doing, um, you know, why we're doing Geek On Out and Goo is because everything's just so, at times, gets so intense. The world is getting so intense right now. So every week we wanted to give people just a really great something to laugh about and have a good time. So it's our back to school Mm. episode. And what we're doing is we're doing the yearbook photo episode.
0: <laughs>
3: so, we'll be will be showing our yearbook photos.
0: Yeah, so you so you can send in yours and don't worry we're all going to look very dated and terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, oh we're going we're, we're to show some
3: of, probably of our, our not-so-flattering photos. Just, yeah, so just so, so <laughs> we can have fun. So um, just go to our, uh, the YouTube site, uh, Geek On Out or GeekOnOut.com, and there's our email there, or just um, send us a note, and then we'll e- um, send you uh, our information, and then you can email us your photos. And then we'll choose, and then there's prizes for those. We'll, we, we'll give you prizes for whoever's photos that we end up using, and then the best photo gets, us, again, a really great prize. Um, so that, it'll, 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 be a lot of, it'll be a really good time. So, yeah, we always want to keep it interactive. We want... Um, we're always going to wanting to get feedback from you guys and ask suggestions and ask about what you, um, you know, Oncers and everybody else want to geek on out, us out about. So, yeah, definitely. And probably for the most part, it'll be the sort of the same thing as, as I'm seeing that, you know, we all have the same geek, geekdom love for, for so many things.
2: That is so funny. I haven't actually Zach, you and I have been friends for a couple of years now. I have never seen any of your old yearbooking pictures. So I'm excited
3: to see those. <laughs> it'll be a laugh. It'll be so yeah, it'll be so it'll be so good. It will probably be liberating for everybody. It'll be like it'll be just like liberation. This is what it looked like in high school and like, you know, the the zits and, the <laughs> and now
0: I'm older, I'm better, and I can look back and laugh. We moved on. We moved on from there.
3: Yeah, it, does, it definitely gets better. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely gets better from, from clogged pores and braces. So, oh, my um, God. Is there anything? Oh, uh, yes, oh, you were talking about other projects before. So, yeah, you know, and, and people have uh, you know, a lot of, of fandoms. So for all of you Whovians, I just want to do a plug. Um, Recently, I was lucky enough to um, have a, a cool little part on uh, the new BBC America series Intruders, um, and that and I got to do a, a great scene with John Sims. So for all you Hoovians, um, he play, You know, he played the master. Amazing, yeah. amazing actor. Just He's phenomenal. Awesome. And just really down to earth, we got to sit down and chat. And, you know, just really, it was kind of, it was a really relaxing and so generous. So that, uh, you know, uh, for all of you other fans who aren't Dr. Who, and I know a lot of you guys are, um, he's doing this (laughs) great new, creepy, creepy, cool series called Intruders.
2: That's interesting. I don't know if I've seen, I know, Nick, actually, you guest are too recently. Has it aired yet, or have I just seen it online, the episode of Rush?
3: Yes, my episode of Rush was on last week. I, I am, okay. a, and it was great to see Tom again, and we, you know, we ch- traded Once Upon a Time stories, and we had a great <laughs> laugh. Um, again, he's another, uh, just so lucky, he was so generous on set and very welcoming. So I played Kenny, i um, one of the waiters at, uh, at the fancy-dancy Beverly Hills Hotel he stays at, and I'm in cahoots yeah. with him. I'm always the guy that, you know, sets up his champagne and, you know, makes sure that everything's done. So hopefully, you know, people like it and the producers like it, and bring back Kenny. That's another thing you can do. just, you know, do hashtag, bring back Kenny. Um, rush on Dad. USA. Because there's, no there's a lot of trouble doubt. to get into, right? It's, it's um, true. Oh. Have you guys,
2: I, I don't know if you've watched it yet or not, since you guys are super into a lot of the things that we are, Zach and I have been talking recently on the podcast about the new ABC show, uh, show called The Quest. Have you, have you guys seen it yet?
3: The witch. The Quest. The Quest. Oh, I've seen bits and pieces of it, yes. And I see you tweeting on about it. It's kind of like um, – the, I've seen bits and pieces of where, where it's like a reality show, isn't it, where these guys, it's a medieval sort of role-playing, is that correct? Okay, yes. let me tell you about this show. Oh, okay. Zach, like, okay, this is he's Zach's going to school us about the quest. <laughs> okay, yeah, sit down
1: here, I pull up a chair, here we go. So it's basically, it's a reality show, but it actually has a storyline. Like it's, wow. and it's fantasy based. So it's like survivor meets Lord of the Rings slash once upon a time, basically like oh my these 12 people, like these 12 people, they filmed it in Austria. They took them out there. There's a real castle. They have like a little village thing going on and they're on the quest oh. to be the one true hero. And they use like to break, like they bring mythical creatures onto the show. They use prosthetic makeup and animatronics to like bring these crazy things in like, the challenges that they have to do involve, like, archery and jousting and, you know, horseback riding and smashing a skull with a hammer. That was so cool. Um, <laughs> wow, <and stuff>. okay. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's magic involved. Like, the costumes, seriously, the costumes are are putting – they're almost on par with what you guys have going on with Once. Like, they're really good. Cool. The production value is really high. Okay. Um, the way that they get eliminated, they're in the hall of the fates and the fates are uber creepy and like they're just it's just awesome. Like it's really oh, it's wow. really one of the reality shows or I don't like reality shows at all, but this one is like it's totally in my bag, baby. So yeah. It sounds like it. it's on <laughs> another
3: level. Like it's 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 like another level because you have to deal with all of the the costumes and and, and all that and all that other stuff. And the horse like so these, and so everybody because the, the, they have to know how to horseback ride and do all these other, like, skills, like the archery and, and sword fighting?
0: Yeah, that's, like,
3: yes. that's
1: what their challenges it's awesome. are. And, last, like, wow. and the fact that there's a
3: story, like, it's not just, like,
1: a show, like, it's, like, there is a storyline. Like, last week, like, the queen got poisoned and you had to figure out, like, they had to put all the potion ingredients together and they had to go to the old hag and get all the ingredients and figure out how to save the queen. Like,
0: it was wow. cool. It's
1: really good. Like it's really different. It's not like a normal reality show where like they got to do something stupid, like stand on a log for twenty four hours or something. Like <laughs> no, it's, like that's it's,
3: that's, right? well, this this stuff involves skill. Like Jeff and I took um, last year, we're taking stage combat courses, and we were like, gosh, this tough. This stuff is tough. Like we were doing, you know, basic sword fighting and and rolls and everything. Like it was it was a workout.
0: It's a it's workout, staff. yeah. Don't forget
3: the bow. Oh, oh staff. the bow staff. That was yeah. And you, you know, we got we got pretty good at it, but that's you need those skills. So it, it, I totally understand. Yeah, you, it's not you're right. It's not just sitting on a log or trying to, you know, steal somebody's <laughs> rice or, or that. So it's it's that's completely. Oh, I'm gonna definitely check it out for sure.
2: Yeah, because we so, don't like reality shows at all. But this one's super geeky, and it makes you want to like, because everyone in it is scripted and acting except for the contestants. So that it's super. It's just like being dumped into a Renaissance fair with Lord of the Rings side. So,
0: that, Oh my god! We, we're,
2: we're once kind of we start getting? We,
3: we we might end up doing an, an episode of it on Geek on Now. What we get so get so into it? We'll do an episode of it and you know do an yes, ode right. to to the quest. Um, sure. Yeah, was sure. Any
0: other,
1: I love it so much. Uh, sorry, what? I love that show so much. Like it's. Oh. It's so good. And there's no cash prizes or anything. They're on the quest to be the one true hero. But, like, the contestants are really cool, like Bonnie. Like, she's awesome. Like, yeah, you guys got to watch it. I think you guys can get a kick out of
3: it. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we'll start tweeting each other about it, I'm sure, real soon. Um, now, are there other questions? I'm, I'm sure that you guys might have had other questions for us, like, with all of the, you know, people there. there I, th- I think there there's, you
0: a, go. there's there other
2: Yes, if you guys have Geek On Out questions, go ahead and post them in our chat room. I know a couple of our live listeners, um, they some of them have to end up taking off a little bit earlier before the end. We have a, uh-huh. a very big, like, non-live people that download it. We actually have ah, a right. ton more people that download the podcast and listen after the fact. So we'll right. definitely well, have.
3: Okay, great. Um yeah well, we can talk a little bit more about you know a, a bit more about why we you know decided to create the YouTube channel um first of all, I love you know Jeff and I we seem to hang out a lot and get to get along really well. I think the test was when we went on that road trip to Los Angeles last year
0: yeah, we did it in uh we did it in two days and i'm not a I'm not a morning person at all, so Me either. I, I pretty much drag myself. Out of bed, threw me in the car, and I slept for five hours while Mig took the first five, and then I woke up, and then I took the next five while Mig took a little power nap. It
3: it, it works. Our 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 um our rhythms, our timings work out really quite well together. And, and one of the things um that I wanted to share with you, and I hope hopefully she's listening or will be listening after, like um one of the onesers, uh, Renee and uh, and Kayla and Thomas who live in North Cal. But I remember like Renee, she was always so sweet on Twitter and on Facebook and you know, she was never super pushy but just so kind. And she posted mm-hmm. on Facebook, you know, she had a family thing happen. So I said, Jeff, we're going by that, we're going by her town you know, I bet you she you know, why don't we surprise her and um and just visit her? So I got I contacted her best friend on Facebook. I said, "Hey, meet us at a, a, a Mexican restaurant and just hang there, and we'll time it that we come there and we'll surprise her." So we did. We had a dopey doll and a okay. bashful doll, and she was just hanging out. Oh. And we're like, "And we're like, Hi, how's it going?'" She goes, "Oh my god, oh my god," you know. So, so that's and then she was and then we hung out with them and bought frozen yogurt and hung out with them for like an hour. And, she, and it really made her day and really cheered her up. So that's, that's the stuff, like, for me and Jeff, you know, if, people, if our, whatever, our notoriety, it only lasts for a little while, it's, you know, for me, I think this, this is, that stuff is so temporary. But the fact that we can use it to cheer somebody up when they're really, really down, I think is, mm. is what I love about it. So we had a great time, and, you know, we then headed, headed down to Los Angeles.
2: Awesome. That's. I'm not a morning person either, Jeff. I. Uh, you can ask anybody in our household, especially my husband. He's like, you know, you really need to start getting up earlier. I'm like, no, you need to start staying up later.
0: Exactly. <laughs> or just you know, run on your own. You know, run on my schedule, which is you there know, you stay up really late and then you sleep <laughs> for about twelve hours. And then maybe you get up and you're productive for a little bit, and then you know, the rest of it is. Going back
2: and
0: forth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a
3: morning person. I like and I like to get to bed fairly at a decent time. That's just uh, I guess my rhythm and stuff. Um, so any other have any of the live uh, posters or listeners posted anything? I,
2: yeah, yes. we definitely. We actually have stuff in the chat room, and we had a couple other uh, once questions too. So we've Great. actually got several
3: questions. Uh, we'd love to answer yeah. them for you guys. I mean,
1: Anthony Cavino is in the chat room and he wants hey, to know what's
3: hey, Happy belated birthday, Charmer's Rule. <laughs>
1: Aw. <laughs> okay. His his question is, what would be your dream story for the YouTube channel?
3: For, for the what?
2: For your YouTube channel, what would be something you would lo- that you you would love to cover, like your absolute dream
0: episode? Mm. Can I go? You go, you go, Jeff. I would like to cover the making of the new Star Wars films. Oh, oh
2: yes. yeah. Yeah.
0: that that would be that would be that would I I would probably have to have after it was all over I would probably go into like a geek coma. <laughs> yes. Um but yeah, that would uh however, while we're covering it I get to be in full Darth Vader costume, and uh, that's and maybe James Earl Jones could be there, speaking for me. I mean, that would be awesome. That I, I would, would be fantastic. Be that is
3: <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 you know what? And I would say I want, <laughs> want, want to be in an Ewok. I want to be in an Ewok costume.
0: <laughs> so you're in an Ewok costume. I'm in a Darth Vader outfit. That's so. Surprise! She's ever. Been oh, that's totally our <laughs> <laughs> um, that, would be, uh, that, that would
3: definitely be one. I, 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 and that would—that's a good one. Um, a close second would probably be me going back to Tacloban a year after um, the typhoon and, and hanging out with, with the kids, the kids that I you yeah. know that I've been working with and helping. That would be another dream dream episode. Just so that everybody can can see. You know, And then we'd bring them awesome. to the Star Wars thing.
0: Yeah, then we could. that's how we would do it. We'd go to Tacloban, <laughs> and then we'd take them, and then we'd go to the making of Star Wars. Oh, my gosh. we've And we'd make
3: We've <laughs> had We'd have passed out Filipino kids all over the oh, place. They'd be all over
0: the place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. For a lot of you listeners that um, remember, we had Meg on before uh, several months back, and he took a trip over to Tacloban to kind of help out after there was a major natural disaster. So definitely, I, w- yeah. I would love to see. Um, I know it's an ongoing thing. It's not something that, you know, happens and they clean up and then it's all back to normal. So yeah. you guys, I know you've seen, we've tweeted kind of recently too. We're kind of keeping up with those things. So yeah. that so, would be yeah, and thank, awesome. And, th-
3: yeah, and thank you for that. Thank you. And thank you, Anthony, for your question. Always, always good for a great conversation, our Anthony.
2: Definitely, and Ashley's in the chat room. She also wants to know if you guys um, do you guys ever go to conventions, and and or if you don't, would you ever cover conventions as you know, not even just attending as a, like a celebrity guest, but do you guys go just for the whole geeky get to see everything kind of thing that goes on at conventions?
3: Uh, hey Ashley, thanks for your question. Um, I haven't been to one yet. I'm I'm still trying to figure out which one to go to because there's so, there seems to be so many. And, you know, we, we almost had an opportunity to go last year, but it just didn't work out schedule-wise. It was too crazy because it was right in the middle of our shooting schedule. I never really like to leave, you know, because when, when we're shooting, we want to, I just personally just want to feel part of, like, I just like to focus. Um, But I'm not, yeah, but I I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. All my friends, I, you know, I have a friend of mine that lives in LA. And she loves the comic con. Like she mm. totally wants to, to go. So yeah, I'm not I'm not personally opposed to it. I'm just trying to figure out which is the best one to to break into as, oh, yeah. a, as a convention. I
0: mean, just for fun, I'd love to go to Dragon Con or Monster Palooza. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. I, mean, I went you know, to
2: for... um, Spooky last or just a few months ago, SpookyCon here in Orlando. And there were some the once Empire. guests, but there was also a whole lot of, like, horror genre. Like, I met um, Robert England, who played Freddy Krueger.
3: Freddy Krueger. So, oh, wow. Yes.
2: Lo- he is the nicest man ever. Like, he was never in a million years. <laughs> guess. Is that, like, that one, way isn't it It way? It is. So, if you guys have not been to conventions, even just for fun, like, you might want to start small, because that can tell you all about Comic-Con and how insane it is there.
3: Uh, Well, yeah. I have to tweet us so let us know which ones people
1: suggest. Emerald City Comic-Con is in Seattle. It's normally in March. That one is normally pretty contained. It's not as insane, and it's close to you guys, so that would be a little more convenient. Do not do something to yourselves like starting out with San Diego Comic-Con because, oh, my swan, (laughs) um, I was not prepared. I was not prepared (laughs) for that. Uh It's 150,000 people. The aisleways are small. I mean, it's insane fun, but at the end of it, you need a vacation from your vacation. Wow.
3: Yeah, and I saw saw you running around and – and just having, like, getting to this place and that place, yeah, I would definitely end up being super bashful,
0: yeah, at that thing <laughs> you know, you know I, we actually back, uh, for the first season when we were nominated for when the prosthetics, makeup, makeup prosthetics was nominated for an Emmy, um, at the, um International Makeup Arts Trade Show was in Vancouver, and uh, Lee and myself did a little talk back at that and that was pretty cool that's kind of like a it, it is for makeup fx but it's sort of like monster palooza mm-hmm. meet project runway <laughs> oh my god whoa that's a that's a good combination
2: no doubt i would watch that show <laughs> <laughs>
3: Totally. With a, with a bit of the quest involved in too. There yeah, there has to be a quest. There has to be a quest in there too. That would be the ultimate show.
2: Oh my gosh, no doubt. Just give us some <laughs> swords and we'll be set. I,
1: could do oh my God. I would lose my quest or mind if they ever showed up at a convention. Holy smokes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice. um, So we do have another question for you guys here. What is um, your favorite memory from filming either, you know, on screen Uh, or off, specifically as uh, far as once go? Um, What do you guys um,
0: got? Do
3: you want to go first, Jeff?
0: Well, okay. When we were filming, so we were filming, it was season three, and then... We were in the forest, we were in Stanley Park, and it was the first night of Hanukkah. And I wasn't going to be able to be there with my folks, and we actually Skyped in um, Hanukkah on my phone. And we were in Stanley Park, deep in the forest, and uh, it was dark, and the torches were lit, we were in full prosthetics. There were horses and donkeys and, you know, the merry men and I think that was Witch Hunt. Was, was that Witch Hunt? hunt. Yeah. And and we did I did a Skyping with my folks and I got to you know, I'm holding my phone and <laughs> th- not the best service in Stanley Park. I don't know if you guys know this. So <laughs> I was walking around in my, you know, prosthetics and but in the background would be what we were shooting and they got to actually see it because they never, you know, seen on camera set stuff, and that was a lot of fun. Just having them that's see awesome. that we got to see. Aww. That was that was a, that was pretty cool. I, I think that's what I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I remember. I remember you, you know,
3: putting your phone, walking over.
0: around with a phone and talking to my parents. <laughs> Aww.
3: I think my memory was. It was my birthday when we were filming, yeah, another night shoot, like it was all night we were shooting, and um, it was my birthday, and it was so amazing that, you know, the cast and crew sang happy birthday to me, and then we, and we worked till like five or six in the morning, and then it was one of our first Denny's, yep. Denny's restaurant nights, uh, day. so we all went to Denny's. <laughs> Denny, Josh, the Seven Dwarfs, and we, and then I got my free birthday meal at Denny's. too. Did. I oh remember Denny or Josh going. It's his birthday.
0: It's his birthday. <laughs> um
3: and and she said okay great and uh yeah and the, that was really great. I'm like wow life cannot get any better than this having you know your birthday with Snow White, Prince Charming, um, Red Riding Hood, and the in the six your fellow six dwarf brothers. So yeah that was a really special special moment.
2: Oh, that's awesome! Both of those. Oh my gosh, so cool! Oh, do you? Um, I know, you, Nick, You said you went to high school with Gabe. Um, yes. Jeff, had you you were had you worked with or had either one of you aside from what you mentioned earlier? Had you guys worked with the other with your other cast before?
3: Um, I worked with uh, Bev before as well. We did a, a Tennessee Williams play. Net of the Iguana, um, way back. So I've, I've known Bev for many years. Uh, I, Hope Island, I think. I think I did that with her as well. And then I, I've, I've met Keegan around from workshops and stuff. So that's uh, that's uh, who I've worked with from before.
0: Yeah, I didn't actually know any of – I mean, I, pro, I had seen Gabe because we're – you know, we're about the same size and the same look. So I saw him a lot at auditions, but I never actually worked with any of the any of the gents before.
2: Ah, oh, that's awesome. I know, like, I'm assuming that Fringe must film in Vancouver, too. I'm not 100% sure, but when I look at the once yes. IMDB, there's a lot of the cast that have done Supernatural and Fringe. It seems like yes. that's a...
3: Yes, they are. And then everybody usually gets on that gets on those shows. So, yeah, if the show runs long enough here, you're going to probably find a Vancouver person who's based out of Vancouver, you know, get get on, on one of those shows. And Fringe was another great, fun show to, to work on, and, you know, with a futuristic feel, and the sets were amazing. Uh, the directors were really cool. I think um, Akiva Goldsman, who produces um, – What's that, uh, that horror series? Um, you know where the the witches and... Witches of East? No, the... Uh, witches. Uh, witches of East End? No, no, uh, there's something else. I'll, I'll, I, I can't remember. But anyways, uh, you know, great directors to, to have worked on there. And again, a great bunch of actors as well. Awesome. So I think we're almost out of time. So please, everyone, if you could subscribe to... Geek on out. Just go to geekonout.com. It'll take you straight to our YouTube page and then our Twitter and everything else. We'd love to hear from you and create a you know a different relationship um, as, got, us, as as Jeff and Meg, as
0: our I, own persons.
3: All right, we've got ten seconds left, everybody.
1: The show is over. Thank you to Meg Macario right. and Jeffrey Kaiser for coming on our show. Thank you, guys. Everybody, You're
3: awesome thanks,
1: Thank
3: no problem. Thanks time. for having
1: us. Um, All right, talk to you guys later. And everybody, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with our episode recap of Red Handed. So get those DVDs out. We'll see you next week. Bye.
0: night. Bye. Bye.